Hello and welcome to Impactful, the show where I speak to one of my friends about what has impacted them most in their life. This could be a book that changed their perspective, a tool that made their life better, just a small thing that brings them joy. Hopefully you'll come away from this conversation feeling inspired or with new things to explore. In this episode, I'm joined by my friend Brian Castle, who's the founder of Zip Message, an async communication tool and host of two fantastic podcasts, Open Threads and Bootstrap Web. Brian has had a long career building tech products in different niches, so has a ton of experience, which I'm sure will become apparent in this episode. So Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, James. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yet another podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, another podcast. The first thing you put on your list that impacted you, which is an activity, tennis, a new thing for you. And tennis was interesting to me because I'm a tennis player. What what made you start tennis? Well, I, I played a little bit when I was young, but never too serious. And then I've just been trying to get more active lately in general, and I've always enjoyed tennis. I've, I've enjoyed watching it, enjoyed playing it. I, and, you know, I, I wanted something to keep my body active, but also have some competition and just have fun with it. So, um, yeah, I started playing about like two months ago uh, on a regular basis. It's really fun because like, a, a, it's a great workout, but I'm not very good. So I'm finding it actually really fun to like, get all the strokes down and get my form correct and stay consistent. Like that's the thing. Like it's so frustrating right now because it's like, I'm pretty good, like 60% of the time. And then the other 40%, I'm just like, I, I forgot some minute muscle movement thing and it, and the, and the ball goes out. Tennis has been, well, it's been so useful for me. It, it, it may well have saved me, you know, my, my mental health over the last few years, knowing that every week I get completely lost in tennis. I'm not thinking about anything else apart from yep. my technique, hitting that ball, chasing after it. And it's just me on that tennis court. And that's part of the reason why I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's competition with your opponent, but I'm finding mm. it, at least at my level, it's more with myself, just getting the consistency, like being able to to hit shots that are in most of the time like because right now it's like less of the, of the time that they go in or they hit the net so good nice i love it and so from a relatively new thing that you feel has impacted you recently to something that i guess has impacted your entire life brian which is music yeah lifelong passion of mine uh, i thought i was actually going to spend a, a career in music i went to school for for music production so i was much more serious about it when i was younger and i played in bands guitar mm -hmm. is my main instrument but i i played all of them but writing music and, and producing has always been a passion of mine but now it's it's definitely more of a hobby and the the difficult thing about it for me now is is spending the time on it yeah. like i can pick up the guitar and and, and play and I, and I do that multiple times a week but the process of creating and actually producing a, a piece of music and like mixing it and mastering it that's a multi-month effort like just to yeah. do like a three minute song you know so i don't have that kind of time to do that anymore so i'm trying to figure out a way to to get back into that on, on some sort of like limited time basis but for now it's sort of just a hobby and, and i just sort of play and and it's also been fun because my kids are, are starting to learn piano and guitar and it, it's quite a kick to to be teaching my my daughter to play like red hot chili pepper songs on, on her little guitar so yeah you say you find it hard to find time for music. I often find it hard to do my hobbies unless it's scheduled in. Like I know tennis is scheduled in on a Monday and Friday. Do you feel it's worth doing that with music? And when sort of do you pick up the guitar and play? Well, like the, the difference is like with tennis and, and even just playing the guitar, that's something I can pick up for a half an hour or an hour and just play. Yeah. And, and like 
that's just one hour and I'm done. But producing music is a totally different thing. Th mm -hmm. Think of that, that much more like designing and creating and launching a website. It's typically not something that you can do in an hour. You're, you're probably going to end up spending at least a week on that sort of like creative project. And with music, if you're composing something from scratch, it's not just a week, it's multiple weeks. And it's a lot of creative energy, a lot of creative juice and long stretches of multiple hours in the, in, I've got a little home studio in the basement and, and I don't have that kind of time anymore, but also the creative energy. I, I put all my creative energy into the, into the software product that I work on. Mm -hmm. So I would like to get back to it in some form or another, but for now it's, it's just, I, I am having fun just playing again. And as you can see, the guitars here, it's, it's been fun to just play for the fun of it and not think of, cause when I was younger, 20, 15, 20 years ago, I was thinking about it like a potential career mm -hmm. and na now it's just for fun you know do you think if you'd have turned it into a career it would have not been as fun for you i think if i was successful with it <laughs> it would still be fun <laughs> i really thought that i was going to get into you know producing records with with bands but what i also got into was composing instrumental music for film and television and i did a bit of that and i put up some some tracks on on some like internet libraries and they actually still get picked up today. Like I'll, I'll actually get like a couple hundred dollars in, in royalties for my stuff getting played on like random commercials and TV shows and stuff. That's so um, cool. I think unfortunately I, I was into that like heavily around 2005 thereabouts. And that was probably just before like a massive growth in opportunities for that type of music. So like iPhone came out in 2007 and then sometime after that, like video games really blew up. I mean, they, they were around before that, but like video games and then television has, has blown up that use music, it, you know, internet stuff too. Like there's much more opportunity now. And there's a, like a whole industry of professional music producers that exists today. Because when I was starting out, coming out of college, like you had to get so lucky just to be able to make a living in, in music, you know, whether it's a job in producing or being in a band that's successful or, you know, making it as an artist like that. But like today there's so much more opportunity, not, not that it's like, I mean, frankly, like you and me are in a web industry, there's probably a lot more opportunity here, but there are just so many more outlets that, that require music. And, and I've, I've thought about starting businesses in that, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, content sites and software for musicians and stuff. I've, I've thought about that multiple times, but I never really pulled the trigger. Yeah. Now you, you make software, you've made software all your life, Brian. And I've got a category in here, which is a tool that made your life better. And you put your own tool, zip message. Now as a developer, you can make products that d do improve your life. So how has zip message impacted you both from a product standpoint and having the business? You know, I, I know that it's a totally shameless plug to talk about my own product zip message as something that has changed, but that's true because I do use it every day and my team uses it every yeah. single day. And this is the probably third or fourth software product that I designed and built and, and shipped. And the other ones, I tried to use it in my day-to-day -day or with my teams, and it actually never stuck. And, and maybe that speaks to part of why those, those product businesses didn't work out so well. But ZipMessage has. like it's It literally has changed the way that I communicate with my team and customers. I mean... You know, it's it's for asynchronous messaging. You and I have worked together and, and we've used it, but my team, we don't have meetings. 
in my company. We have currently seven people working on my team in, in different capacities. We are across five different continents right now, so very, very different time zones. And we still have daily communications, not just in like Slack and emails, but we have FaceTime video using zip message. We, we do like a weekly standup meeting, all asynchronous using zip message, where we each post a, a three or five minute update on, on our week. I use it to talk to customers almost every single day. Yeah, I completely agree with zip message being game changing, especially with how work is changing and how we communicate is changing people hiring across different time zones. I've been very vocal about how much I enjoyed chatting with you asynchronously yep. final category that we're going to talk about and i love this category because this was where we get to talk about things that we really enjoy the products it's unnecessary things we love and you've got two things on pretty much opposite ends of the spectrum and both of which i love so talk to me about the ember mug and your tesla yeah do, do you have an ember mug i have an ember mug and i love it i love it i just got it a couple months ago it's such a game changer i mean for those who, who don't know like you put your coffee in it and it keeps your coffee warm <laughs> for like whatever, half an hour, hour. It's the little things. It's, it is the little things, you know, what's annoying. I think I actually need to buy a second one because, you know, I use it every single day and then I need to wash it and you got to like manually wash it. You can't put it in the dishwasher. Right. So on the days that I forget to take it out of the drying rack, then it's not ready to use again. But yeah, it, it's awesome. You know, I, I make a, a really strong espresso in the morning. I pop it in the ember mug and it's beautiful. It stays warm. Yeah. The, the worst thing is when you when you forget about your coffee, you go to take a sip and it's either lukewarm or cold. No, mm -hmm. no such problems with the Ember mug. And That's now right. your final thing, Tesla. I drove a Tesla Model 3 for the first time a couple of weeks ago, Brian, and it is incredible. <laughs> it's pretty great, right? As soon as I put my foot down, that, that thing blew me away. It was a dual motor long range one. So it, like not top of the range, but it bombed and well that's just, what I, I i mean i have a model y what's crazy about it is that like okay they say that there is a performance version i don't have any of those i have the long range no turbo and this thing explodes on <laughs> on the road like i don't know how someone could even drive the the high performance because the the one that i drive just takes off it's it's crazy and just everything about it i mean i i find myself like doing like random excuses just to go to the store and pick up milk because <laughs> it's like another chance to, to drive it it's just so much fun how do you yeah. think about moving to an electric car now how has that been because I, i'm a bit resistant because i know although, although i love ride, driving the tesla i found charging a little bit difficult and i know that in 2030 we're not going to be able to buy new ones new petrol cars so i kind of want to enjoy petrol cars until then so there's a lot of you know, new electrics aside from Tesla, mm. all, all the major companies have, have new electrics out there today. I, I don't know what the charging situation is for non-Teslas, but like the Tesla charging network is great. It's everywhere, but we, you know, we're always charging at home most, most of the time. And it has only increased our home electric bill like by a little bit to com compared to the amount that we were spending on gas yeah. for our SUV that we had. I mean... It, we were spending at least four or five times more on gasoline than than we're paying for electric at having the Tesla. When we are on road trips, we, we do go to the charging stations and we usually structure it around breaking for lunch. Like my mm -hmm. family will just have, have lunch while the thing is charging. It takes like 15 minutes anyway. But when we first got the Tesla about eight nine months ago, one of our first road trips, we, we went into an area where there were no Tesla chargers. There were these other third party chargers, though. So we were like, all right, we'll be fine. We'll just use one of those other ones. <laughs> Turns out like 
I, it could not, like, we tried five different ones. Like, three of them did not even work. Two of them were just so slow that it was unusable. So then we had to, like, frantically drive back into the neighboring state, and we got to a Tesla charging station with 1% left on the battery. And uh, Stressful. That, Very stressful. That was a lesson learned. We mm-hmm. now, now we know to definitely plan the trips around around the charging station. How do you feel about the over-techification of the Tesla? Because is, is the Y just got the one screen? I would say that that would be maybe like the one complaint, I guess. But like, I like that it's all on the screen. I like yeah. that it's a big computer, but driving and then trying to hit things like the like the air conditioning or whatever, that's yeah. it's a little hairy sometimes. Um, yeah. While you're making a decision to get the Tesla, did you not think I could do what just one more n- nice semi-fast gas car? No, not really. I mean, it was I sold my company Audience Ops, and it was one of those like sort of self rewards for for doing that. It was like the one purchase that I made when I when I sold that business. Like I had my eye on the Tesla for like the last ten years, you know, and and it was finally like a good opportunity to to get one. I think Tesla are awesome. Brian, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thank you for listening to Impactful. I hope you come away feeling inspired with new things to explore. All recommendations discussed in this episode will be listed and linked in the show notes. Brian, thank you. Yeah, James, thanks for having me.